0: Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo, and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Welcome. Greetings. And in today's episode, we're gonna switch it up the format a little bit. And what we're gonna do today is each one of us will bring a quote. So I'll go first. Uh, We'll talk about my quote, address that, then we'll address Tiago's quote. And yeah, I think it may give a, a little bit better pacing to the podcast, a bit more entertaining. And I want to start off with the quote I chose, which is by Emily Dickinson. And the quote is, that it will never come again is what makes life so sweet. Now, I want to talk about this because this week I was writing more about uh, what essentially this concept is, which is memento mori, Um, if we're kind of trying to narrow it down um, to this, which if you don't know memento mori, the literal translation is remember you die. Um, And it's literally, not literally, it's a uh, pretty much an incentive, um, not an incentive, but it's for you to keep this idea of death in your mind. So, you know, to recognize, you know, both um, intellectually and emotionally that you one day you're going to die. You're not going to be alive anymore. And then to take that and to live accordingly and to, you know, recognize that life is not forever and live as such, which means not delaying on the important things you want to do which means doing the right things when you feel like you need to do them, you know, when when the time comes for a decision to be made to do the decision you believe is right. And like for me, writing more about this concept um, this week, I really feel like it's one of those things that, you know, it's quite easy to, even if you know the concept and et cetera, et cetera, it's quite easy to really forget how it emotionally feels to like know that you are going to die one day because... You know you can say it and like even like now me speaking about it but it's very hard to actually like emotionally recognize that because it's you know it's probably the most scary thing for all of us which is the ending of all we know and so you know naturally it's gonna gonna be very easy to just avoid it to look away to not you know focus on that too much but what i've you know noticed this week like focusing more on that is that um well, first of all, it's scary to to think about that because you know you never know if, especially now if you're, you know with COVID with all these things, you never know if um, you know that can arrive to you. It always can at any moment. You can always you know get hit by a car uh, crossing a the sidewalk, you know stuff like that. But to me, it just really showed that um, to, for me to like put that more to more, bring that more to awareness because without that, it becomes just so easy to to delay on things. Because if you think you have forever, you're gonna live accordingly. You're gonna delay on things, you're gonna um, do more of uh, the things you know you shouldn't be doing when opposed to the ones you should be doing. And yeah, that's why I wanted to bring this quote. Um, I don't know what you think about this. Yeah, there needs to
1: be a a reminder for us to do things. It's kind of like when when you, taking it back to school times, when you know you have a, a deadline for a job, Usually, <laughs> well, what do you do? You only started doing the job close to the deadline, and if there was no deadline, you would never do it. Probably, that's how kind of not all humans work, but I think that's how we fundamentally like view things. If it's if there's no end to them, and if it's safe to say that we can just keep going and going, we'll never stop and never think about our end and when we'll, when it will be. The fact that we will die is one of those harsh reminders that. We must all be faced with at one time or another mm-hmm. in our lives it, be it by like an accident you have just like someone around you dying you will be reminded that death is something inevitable you know there's no one that totally. ex- escapes it until now no one has invented anything that can yeah. stop it until now so, so even yeah. if they do it's not guaranteed it's like one of those things i think most people are scared to even talk about death and, and think about it it's like you, know, you get those reactions of like oh no that's so morbid why are you talking about that but it's one of those yeah. things. You shouldn't be uh, afraid of thinking about it. I mean, you will be afraid of thinking about it because that's the point. You know, no one wants to die. All of, all humans naturally fear death. Everything we do is to avoid death to a certain yeah. extent. We 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 survive. That's our kind of our primary baseline goal in life is just to survive and procreate. So thinking about death can seem like counter counterproductive, but because we have. A mind and a conscience and we are aware of it there's no point in trying to ignore it it's actually like it's pointless because it's always going to be in the back of your mind death and if you just ignore yeah. it it'll be just like you know humans are very bad at ignoring things it's like it's like we can't do it if you're if you have pen up emotions in, in you and you ignore them they come out in wor- in worse ways if there's like pen and issues in your life you ignore them guess what yeah. they don't go away they stay there death is the same thing they just because you ignore it doesn't mean it won't happen And actually, if you stop ignoring it, good things will probably and most likely happen, you know, you'll start valuing life a little bit more, you'll you'll be more grateful for actually being alive, independent of your life conditions, you know, because speaking from a kind of privileged point, but just the baseline fact that you are alive and that you can breathe, talk and just be here is one of those things we should all be extremely grateful of. But it's actually very easy to forget that those are our blessings in a certain way we get involved in daily life and all these petty issues and and shitty situations that we think are like so important in the moment but we 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 forget that they are temporary Just like everything is it's like a blip in in your life so being stressed over about them and having all these tragic emotions surrounding them means serves no purpose and death comes in when it reminds you that it serves no purpose you know when you once you remind that you will die and none of this will matter none of the the petty squabbles of life none of these emotions you are feeling will matter it kind of like resets your mindset you know you you start thinking about what's really important what gives you purpose and it urges you to follow the right path which i think most people know what is but just
0: won't do it yeah, totally. and I want to touch on that point you told me, you talked about as well, like of the, um, you know, people focusing on too much sometimes on these what you could call like insignificant issues or things that don't really matter. And when I like while I was writing the um, this week's article, I, I saw this thing that I remembered from a show. I, I think we both watched the Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. And there is this episode where he puts like all of the existence since the Big Bang until now, all those years. And they condense it into one calendar year so each day would be like some million years years something like that and then you put in perspective so all of humans existence you know from the neanderthals all of that that would happen in a 12 month calendar that would happen in the last eight hours of the last day in context and if we're talking about modern human beings from the homo sapiens it's the last 30 seconds in in context and then I did the math on that of you know what would be an average life of 80 years that would be equivalent to 0.004 seconds in the general context of time since the Earth exists pretty much. Um, and, that, and then I went to search a bit even further because the time it takes us to blink is, is between 0.1 and 0.4 seconds. So that means that in this context, each one of our lives is less than a blink of an eye. It's that quick when you put into the global like perspective of things. And that really to me just shows like, you know, like understanding that and like bringing that more to awareness. It's like, why are you worrying about if your coffee was cold or if they brought the wrong pizza tea or like, who the fuck cares? You know, it's, it's too short, not only to to care about those dumb little uh, things that, you know, um, don't really matter. But it's also too short not to focus on the things that you really want to focus on. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, not only your life, but all the people that you think that you need to please or that, you know, that are maybe pressuring into a certain path, it's just like, it's like that. And it's gone. And it doesn't, in in a way, it doesn't matter at all. But then it also really matters because, you know, it doesn't matter in the context that, in the global sense of things, no one cares. But then it matters because you get so few of it why not enjoy it? Um, and when I say enjoy it, it's, it's not like you're just going to be a hedonist and just indulge in pleasure, but it's like enjoy it in the sense of pursuing the things you want to pursue and pursue them in like a proper way. You know, it's like if you decide you want to be a, I don't know, a fashion designer, okay, but do it and do it fully. Don't just fucking half-ass it and somebody said bad about your clothing so now you stop. Then now you focus on other things. It's like there's not enough time. Like really, when... And of course I'm saying this as someone who also kind of, you know, as we all do, sometimes gets distracted and, you know, sometimes procrastinates, but there really is not enough time for us to be doing, you know, for how cheesy and corny that may sound for us to be doing things that we don't want to do essentially.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an amazing point. I think that's a really good segue into my to my quote yep, which is sure. like the um, the other principle we talk a lot about and actually I think complements very nicely the one of uh, Memento Mori, which is Amor Fati. So I'll read the quote. Some people feel the rain, others just get wet. And this is by Bob Dylan. Nice. And I think it's like what, what you were talking about, when people were getting angry about their coffee being cold and that it's being cold outside. And it's like, you can be mad at those things or you can just like feel them fully, you know. Sometimes when we're cold, we reject the feeling of cold. Like we we know this when we, like, because we take cold showers regularly. It's like you... Well, before you get in You're like Ah oh, it's gonna be so fucking cold yeah. Once you get in It's like Ah oh, it's so cold It's so cold But then like Five seconds pass And you're like Yeah it's cold And you just accept yeah. it And it's not that bad It's still kind of like Uncomfortable But once you accept it It's a paradox That it actually Feels better Like if you accept The fact that your coffee is cold Maybe it'll taste better Like if the cold says yeah. Maybe if yeah, you're yeah. in the rain And you actually feel the rain And all that it Has to offer Maybe it's just it's it's a good experience. If if you don't like feel the rain, you just get wet. You just feel bad. Like ah, I'm wet. I'm gonna have to change my clothes when I get yeah. home. It's cold. I'm uncomfortable. But you can just like like yeah, I'm uncomfortable. But the rain is something I should be grateful for. You know, without rain there is no life. Without water there is no life. It's like it's can be like cheesy and one of those woo woo mm. things, but. You know, it, it works. You know, why be mad about these things? There is no yeah. reason to be mad about rain, about cold, about heat, whatever it may be, unless it's, like, causing you immediate harm to yourself or others. Why would you ever resent these things that happen, that you have no control over, you know? You can you can yeah. be having a shit day. You can be doing whatever it is, but, like, do you really have a reason to feel as you are feeling right now? To be resenting all these small things that happen that you don't control you know your, your car isn't starting you're in traffic someone cut you over it's like why would you there is no i think people really don't recognize this and it's like there is no value to yourself doing these things we do them just like i think in part because society Uh, pushes us to do it like accept it if it's raining people Mm -hmm. it's natural for people to complain about rain so people are like yeah i can complain i can start a conversation i'm I'm gonna complain i'm in a car i can complain about this i'm gonna complain but like just because you can complain doesn't mean you should do it actually there's a a strong argument for you to almost never complain unless it's really something important that's affecting your life relationships and someone's crossing your boundaries okay there you can complain if it's something in work complain but don't complain about fucking rain or don't complain about cold coffee it's like uh, why are you complaining about these things guess what you can taste coffee and you can feel rain so yeah yeah exactly and (laughs) and
0: it's one of those things as well that um because like even in those situations it's not complaining like if somebody's crossing that's just i would put it more as like you're just establishing your boundaries and you know the respect you demand you're not like because yeah, in a way, complaining, and of course, you know, once again, just everyone does it. Both of us do it. It's not to say that um, we're just, every, anyone is perfect. But but yeah, it just brings it really to that point, which is it's a blessing to be alive, even to be able to experience these things in the first place. And to, you know, to because for the most part, these things, you know, we assume they're intrinsically bad you know, or unpleasant, but they don't have to be, you know, it's like like you were saying the rain can be a lovely thing you know how often is that you just you know it's raining and just enjoy that and put your face up and feel the the drops of rain falling on your face like never no one does that you just put your coat over your head and just rush to whatever you can not be um in rain but it it is i had this experience one time where it was like it's a very like uh like normal thing but i was just like it was summer and I was coming home with the backpack and I was like all like sweating a lot and I was very uncomfortable, like under my shirt. And I was like, oh, I'm all it's just when I get home. But then I just said to myself, for some reason, I don't know why. It's like, Man, just what if I just accept that I'm sweating? I just don't feel uncomfortable about this right now. Then what happened was that I was like, oh, it's just a, another feeling. Okay, it may be, you know, not as pleasant or not as easy to find pleasure in that feeling. But nonetheless, the, the walk home was much more like freeing and and much enjoyable. more enjoyable. Yeah. And I feel like this also happens a lot when we're talking about the insecurities people have about themselves. Like, I don't know, I'm too short, I have pimples, I'm, I don't know, losing hair, whatever it may be. It's it's some of those things that they hurt more if you're trying to like, run away from them, especially if those are things you can't avoid. I mean, yeah, of course, a lot of them you can't solve, but a lot of times it's just more freeing to just be like, you know, I accept it. You know, if I'm shorter, there's no way I can solve it. I'll just accept it. Why live resigned with the fact that I'm short? You know, yeah. why not enjoy the things short people can enjoy? Better mm-hmm. space in a plane. Um, <laughs> that's all I can think. But <laughs> <of it. laughs> but you know, you
1: can you, you can probably lift more if you're short.
0: Yeah, for example, see um, proportionally. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then you can be alive nonetheless. So you could be dead. Hmm? How about that? Because it's always you could always be worse. That's the thing. No matter how bad it is, it could always be worse.
1: And it's one of those things. Going back to what you said about the 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 walk that you had sweating, I also had a rel- that realization, a similar one, but it was driven to context. Because I remember, like, I, w- I was at the gym mm-hmm. and I was sweating. I was like, yeah, I enjoy this. I'm sweating. I'm working out. It's part of like the the, the gym thing to sweat and be there. and It's actually something we enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then I was another another completely day uh, completely day apart of it it was summer and it was hot in my home and it's like I was sweating. I was like, ah, fuck, I'm sweating. (laughs) And I I remember like, wait, but in the gym I enjoy sweating. Why do I not like sweating here? And I know why I don't like it, obviously, but it's one of those, just compare it and it's like, it's the same feeling. It's the same process and the same thing happening. And it's like, why can't I just sit here and enjoy sweating for for a bit? Why would I be annoyed by the fact that my body is releasing eats and i'm not dying because of <laughs> it it's yeah. like yeah, be grateful is. you know if you're yeah. if you weren't sweating you'd be dead so it, it's we 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 get annoyed by such ridiculous things and it's like things that being conscious animals we have no excuse to be annoyed over them like if you're a cat and you're like and if it's like you're, if you're sweating or whatever if you're like hurt yeah you have a right to be annoyed and you want to fight something if it touches you like okay yeah you don't know better but it's like if you're a human yeah why why would you want to distribute this pain and increase it? To Because it, like, if you're annoyed, you're probably going to be talking to the people around you worse. And the people around you are going to be slightly be, uh, worse because of that. And you don't want to be that. You don't want to be that to people. You want to be a, a positive force in their lives. You want to be the, the person that's like, yeah, I talked to him and my life, my day was a little bit better. He yeah. inspired me to do something. He he made me happy he, said he, made, he, gave, he gave me a compliment something you know and that only happens when you have your life in check when you're going back to the concept of amor fatty, when you love the things that happen to you good yeah. or bad like rain isn't good nor is it bad nothing is really you know yeah. we have to act like it is because if not society doesn't, doesn't function but nothing is inherently bad or good we, we just perceive it to be and obviously that has it doesn't mean that nothing has meaning obviously that's not what I'm saying but take it with a grain of salt you know Rain can be good or it can be bad. There is no baseline answer for it. Sweat can be good or bad. It's all you now you you see it. Yeah, you it's know? all if the perception like, ah, you give it. Yeah. If you're like, ah, sweat is bad because my clothes are gonna be stained. Okay, yeah, it's bad that way. But sweat is good because I'm releasing it and I'm not dying. Or rain is bad because my clothes are wet. But rain is good because there isn't a the drought and I have plants and fruits and vegetables to yeah. eat. So. It's always reframing what's happening in your life and we're giving obviously kind of dumb examples but you can apply this to serious things you know my wife left me okay but i'm still alive i have other things going i i'm you know it's it's always going to be tragic but you can diminish the pain and um like processing in in your mind better if there is no added feelings to it Mm -hmm. which is obviously difficult because we're humans and we feel things but you don't have to it's like going back to the Mark Manson's book The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck You don't have to feel bad Because you feel bad You, know, yeah. you can just feel bad and, and stop it there You know Just accept the fact that you feel bad And don't make your life worse Because of what you are feeling
0: Yeah but also like A little disclaimer You know of course You know in, in a situation like that You wouldn't just say It's Of course you'd have to go through The The feelings of it And what not but, but yeah it's like you were saying It's It's Because a lot of times You know especially I feel like With nowadays with You know with so much availability for us to share our thoughts, whether that's on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. There's then also, it can be easy to, you know, to get into this circle jerk of sadness or whatever, feeling pity for yourself. Yep. Uh, I was like, it was raining so much today, which reminded me that I want to cut my wrists. Uh. And, it's, <laughs> and it's like, okay, not making fun of, you know, if you're suicidal, of course, go to the available means to help you with that, but don't go to Twitter and just say stuff like that. That's It's... it's cuz in a way then what you're doing is like the the opposite of what I think you should do. It's like you're giving you're using sadness to give meaning to your life as opposed to use um but to give
1: you're using it as a force for good. Yeah, exactly. You know, propel your you're like using that good.
0: to give like an identity to yourself and which yeah, I think I'm can so happen a lot nowadays you know. with the there's even the Sorry to interrupt guys as we're literally coming here to the end but for some reason the audio cut off at this point so this is the end of the podcast. Um, it was just a little bit, so you're you're not missing out on much. But I want to say thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.